0: Welcome to FinTech Family Hour. This is Zach Anderson Pettit, content director at Money 2020 by day and your host by night. We, yes, we, the one and only Kristen Anderson and myself are back with one more, well, not one more, there's many more to come, family episodes. This week we are welcoming the one and only Sasha Pilch to the family. Sasha is a principal at Fin Capital, co founder at NYC FinTech Women. She was the first sales hire at Ramp, and she is not lactose intolerant. You'll see. If you're a fan of the show, please subscribe, rate, review FinTech Family Hour wherever you listen to your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by FS Vector, the firm for innovative financial services. And without further ado, here's Sasha.
1: So uh, my first question for you: What I really want to understand is like, what is childhood like in Australia? And given what you now know, living in the U.S. for a while, how do you think it like differs from what most of us grew up with here in the states?
2: Yeah, I'd say like one of the key differences that I've noticed now that I've been living in America for six years is like we definitely have different sports. Mm. So like. You know, you guys play basketball and baseball and we have those, but like the main ones are like water polo, cricket. Um, you go to the beach like during school hours, like as PE or like physical therapy. Whoa. That is a wild concept. Yeah. When you were like a kid. Yeah. So you have to pass this test. You have to be able to swim two laps of an Olympic pool in long winter pajamas. What? <laughs> and- By what age? Uh, I think it's like when you're like 13 or something like and that. And then you get out and of the pool. And then you can go to the beach. Okay.
0: And then you get out of the pool, drink seven beers, and you have to fight a kangaroo. And then they'll let you go to the beach? Is that how that... Is that... No.
2: No, that's f- like after you're 18. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. I learned... One of my favorite podcasts had an Australian on it uh, last weekend. So I learned a new term called bogan. Oh, yeah. Um. So I'm, I'm I feel more familiar with Australia after last weekend than I did at the
2: beginning. Okay, great. Yeah. Not many people in the US know what a bogan is. What's that? Um, it's basically someone that drinks a lot of beer, maybe didn't go to uni or like even finish school. It's a townie. Um, Yeah. Like a townie.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's a great translation. I was, I was trying to come up with like an American version of it as I was listening to the podcast. Boston person. It's a townie. yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So swimming. And then they, they put you in the beach where like 10 out of 10 of the most dangerous animals in the world are.
2: Well, it's actually the waves that are more dangerous. Like, yes, there are sharks. And, yeah, no like, big deal. People, like my surfer guy friends, like a lot of them have seen sharks or been bitten by sharks. But the and that's
0: just standard. That's just like uh,
2: a <laughs> that's just part of just like little sharks or like big sharks. Ah, uh, like both. <laughs> but um, yeah, the waves are really dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Even which is why we, they
1: put you in the like long sleeve pajamas and have you swim to make right? sure. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Even one of our prime ministers got um, washed away, like in a rip. Wow. That is missing. the most,
0: uh, no other country would allow their prime minister into the.
2: Into the ocean. Right. While, in that while situation. While prime minister? Yeah. Or- yeah. And then, Whoa. you know, when they're. When <laughs> so, How
0: have we never heard? When was I that?
2: <laughs> well. Oh, Jesus. It was when I was little because one of my, like, you know, when, so, when you pass away and your assets get. Yeah. Um, we ended up buying his car, like as our family car
0: what (laughs) yeah we're gonna have to unpack this here i'm sorry just rewind
2: while you were a kid prime minister while prime
1: minister is washed out to sea in a in a rip current and your family purchased his car after his death yeah for cheap because you know it was like yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) i I don't even know the question to ask what
1: is the right question to ask after that
0: on what platform do you but like, was that on Carvana? Yeah.
2: Like, yeah. Where, where did how? your parents find it? Yeah.
0: Was there, an, was there an auction? I think it was an auction. I have okay. to ask my
2: mom, but that, that happened. It was a Mercedes Benz. So.
0: Wow. That is, I, you've officially, I got nothing. That is
1: the most Australia story I've made oh, me ever.
0: I mean, literally like these are, the reason we ask these questions is to get these answers and yeah. you've officially just mind fucked me off the bat. OK, Is, could that happen in any other country? Is there any other country where they would just like a state sale off the prime minister's goods
1: after being washed away by like a rip current? <laughs> <laughs> <was Australian> shit. <laughs> I just. Uh, yeah.
0: Sasha fact checked this with her father and Harold Holt was the Australian prime minister who died in a rip current. Her family purchased the car of a different prime minister, Malcolm Fraser. Back to the show.
1: Okay, I have got another another question, not about the car. Uh, any any good Australian animal stories?
2: I mean, like the I, big spiders or the I grew up on a street called Kangaroo Point Road. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my god. There weren't that many kangaroos there like when it was like more developed when when I was growing up there um but they're like talk was this about in it? sydney or yeah yeah in sydney you talk about
0: like kangaroo populations the way we talk about like gentrification yeah you know it's like <laughs> oh that was a safe neighborhood and you're like no nah, there weren't that many kangaroos by the time i lived there <laughs> like <laughs> what <laughs>
2: um but yeah like we have like possums and bats and everything. drop bears no 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 drop bears. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's a drop news. bear?
2: <laughs> I went to I went to grad school with someone
1: from Australia who this was a decade ago tried to convince everyone that drop bears were a thing from Australia. And I think you've lost it's everyone. Like a lot of people though. You know what I'm talking about though. You've heard the I think that's fake news. It is. It's like <laughs> this thing that a bunch of Australian people like told people was real but isn't. Yeah. Because there are so many weird animals in Australia.
0: Uh, okay. Okay. I, I mean I missed I missed that one. But these
2: bears that like drop out of trees on people. <laughs> I feel they're like not. That's real. why they're called
0: drop bears. I feel like
2: Americans are so scared of the animals in Australia, but like you have like massive bears. Yeah. Like you got some scary stuff. Yeah, but like not in Manhattan. No, but like outside, Man, like you know.
0: Do you think that way- in like
2: Jersey, <laughs> are there uh, bears in Jersey? Are there big bears there's in Jersey? Big fucking bears I know in that. Jersey. You,
0: that was so misguided. I like, knew that from the no. Sopranos. Yeah, huge, oh, okay. huge black bears.
2: Yeah, AJ. Yeah. Um, I think there's grizzly
0: to. bears up there too I mean there's definitely mm-hmm. definitely black bears in Jersey check, I think black bears
1: are pretty small coming from out west where Depends there are grizzlies I think you guys are not talking about big bears those are little bears I, w- I mean I
0: wouldn't fuck with a black bear in Jersey but I don't know. Do, do you think that we have a misconception of Australia in general? Like when Americans start talking about Australia, do you just kind of go like, oh, my God, this again? Or yeah. like, what's your perspective Beers, beer, on
2: it? Beer and kangaroos. Right.
0: I just made like 14 drunk jokes off the bat. Like, is, does it get old quickly?
2: No, I like it. I like to play into it. Reminds right. you of home. Yeah.
0: <laughs> how true is it? I mean, like, how real are the stereotypes?
2: I mean, like, we do have spiders. Um, but mm. the big ones are harmless, like right. we have them like uh, all in our house and like we have pythons. This was and- on that
0: podcast. They were like huntsman spiders or something. They don't, like, don't bite you, but they just look scary as they shit. They look
2: scary, but they're fine. And it's good. They like. Eat you
0: know, insects. and Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. The ones that are really scary though are the redbacks that are like this big, tiny.
0: She's making a very small. <laughs> <laughs> so, to be- so basically in Australia, you should be scared of all the small shit and yeah. not be too worried about mm-hmm. all the big shit. Yeah. Unless it's a shark. Yeah. And then you, okay. I'm not that excited to go to Australia, but I feel like I um, should at some point.
2: Well, if you ever go, you have to let me know and I'll okay. tell yeah. you the best places. Okay. So when you were in high school, do they call it high school? Mm-hmm. What is it yeah. it's called high school? Uh,
1: who who were you? What was your persona, your friend group? Who were you?
2: Um, I was kind of friends with everyone. I was like... um, Sasha's a former salesperson, by the way, so this, <laughs> this does not surprise me. Um, I was definitely nerdy like mm-hmm. definitely studious and i um, always like arguing for extra marks at like when I got my <laughs> extra credit <laughs> when my got my paper back and I was you know argue my point mm-hmm. um but I still was like friends with everyone and people that weren't were not studious were studious were sporty etc I was pretty sporty what sports um gymnastics water polo cool. field hockey is a big one nice. um cricket and aerobics
0: we have aerobics here i mean that's we have one of those yeah
1: like <laughs> we, have, we have most of those don't we we have, I mean, field we, don't hockey, we have water polo you just
0: named all the rich sports
1: that's true you they're just only named, rich sports here
0: yeah there's like i'm sure those are like approachable in australia but here you have to have a net worth of a certain amount in order to even like I'm not like, I don't think I was allowed to say water polo until I got my first job at a bank. And then they were like, now you can say that word. <laughs> but until then, it was like, no, you don't. There's just have like-, like a
2: lot of access to a pool. Yeah. yeah. We go to yeah. a lot more of- space and a lot more pools. Standard for everyone to have a pool.
0: Wow. Standard for everybody. Huh. I guess that makes sense.
2: Is it hot? Winters are, are mild or? Yeah. Winters are mild and then summer's really hot.
1: Yeah. So when when and why did you decide to come to the U.S.? I know a little bit of this story, but what was the what was the motivation to come? Did you come straight to New York, or did you live somewhere else
2: first? I've actually lived in London twice. Oh, so I lived there when I was doing university, mm-hmm. and I was dirt poor and yeah. vowed to come back with a real job. I was just at uni doing an internship, um, like at a bank, and then working in a Cocktail bar as a waitress for three pounds an hour. So, mm-hmm. um seven years later, I came back and worked at Royal Bank of Scotland and City and like traveled all the time and loved it. And honestly, going back to Australia after that experience was a bit hard. It just felt very far from the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to get back to the Northern Hemisphere. And uh, I've always wanted to live in New York. And after working for big banks for 10 years, or close to it. I was very fed up with like the hierarchy and the flow sure. movement and the legacy systems. And so- But not your bank listeners, not the banks that you yeah,
0: work at. Yeah, all the other ones.
2: <laughs> yeah, just all the others. <laughs> right. um, and I knew I wanted to jump on the, this wave of fintech and there was a big scene in the U.S. and so chose New York. And you took a job with? Uh, I came here without a job actually. Nice. Um, Very brave. Yeah, I was like on a vacation off the back of like going to uh, this big girl's trip. We went to Tulum, we went to Cuba and I just didn't want to go back to my job at the bank in Australia. Um, so I asked my boss if I could extend my holiday for a few days and go to New York. And when I got here, I quit my job and... Overstage your visa, <laughs> illegal immigrant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's our preferred guest type. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Um, but luckily, um, just at that cutoff point, I got an offer from Quovo, which was at the time, Throwback. yeah, a long time ago. And, you, yeah. and, um, catch was actually one of my first deals that I yeah. signed. Oh, that's how you
1: do other. That is how we know each other from many, many years ago. Uh, and this was Quovo. This was Quovo. Pre-plaid. Correct. Okay. Yeah. OG references here. Yeah, she won the deal uh, over Plaid uh, for the reason that Plaid actually bought Quovo, which was their investment capabilities and and great tech and great team. So,
0: And now those are all in one at Plaid and you can go to plaid.com. No, I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And so then you went to Plaid and were there for a while. You've also done stints at...
2: Yeah, I was at Plaid for a year after the acquisition and then um, it was feeling like a well-oiled machine and big company vibes again. So I wanted to go somewhere like, you know, brand new. So I joined ramp as the 12th employee and first sales hire. Oh, damn. Um, and was there for a year and like learned so much. Um, I then went to pinwheel. So a lot of ex Quovo and plaid people had joined the payroll connectivity API space. And so, Went over there.
0: Hold on, I want to. I want to pinball us back. Why finance? Like, what was the thing? Like, did you? Was She's there a like
2: nerd. A, moving on. <laughs> Cut.
0: Print. Check the gate. She's I think a nerd. That's, that's
1: gonna be like a common like thread with every guest we have. <laughs> Tell us about your early years. I was a nerd. <laughs> yes, we all went into finance. Yeah. <laughs> what 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 else drew you to it? Uh,
2: so in Australia, and I don't think it's the same in the US. Like, there's university, um, like graduate programs will come and present and like it it's good Mm -hmm. to get into one of those Mm because you can like rotate it across different business units and it kind of like excels you faster Mm -hmm. um so i applied for a lot of them and i got westpac which is the biggest bank in australia Mm -hmm. um and i really enjoyed it so i stayed with it
0: so basically it just kind of happened yeah, and then you stuck with it because you're a Type <laughs> A individual, and you were like, "I'm good at shit. I'm gonna be good at this too. I'm not gonna allow myself not to be good at this. I'm gonna make this thing my bitch." Yeah. So it was never necessarily like a deep passion inside of you. It was just like you're Type A. This comes not natural, but like you're good at it. So like lean well, and even a further into. It. So there maybe there's a dollar or two. Is yeah. that what you're referring to?
1: Well, I mean, the ability to to like sell is is pretty highly coveted in finance
2: back then i was actually in marketing mm-hmm. um so when i moved to the u.s i like had to convince fintech companies to take someone that didn't have startup experience and to take a chance on me as a salesperson so yeah. my first pure sales role carrying a quota was at Quovo. you're welcome <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: You're welcome for helping you fill that one time. <laughs> uh, okay. Of all these amazing startups that you've worked at, who had the best snacks?
2: Oh, definitely plaid. Amazing snacks. Good World class. Okay. I'm
0: going to have to ask Zach about that tomorrow.
2: I know. I know.
0: <laughs> he's actually going to be on tomorrow. So I think that is a question that we're going to have to get into is okay. the, the snack piece. Yeah. So as much as you're like traveling, right? Like I would imagine there's... Are you still going back to Australia regularly?
2: i go back every year there was one year during covid that i didn't um and one year that i did and i had to do the whole like quarantine in a hotel for two weeks no window oh
0: my god australia would have been one of the worst places to be i think during that whole experience well even it seems like they just recently have decided that
2: yeah the world can open i went at the best time because The rest of the world had COVID. Australia had no COVID. Yeah. And they were super strict. So I got off the plane. The army picked me up from the airport, put us onto buses, didn't tell us where we were going. We got (laughs) allocated a hotel. You could like you couldn't just pay your way to get a nice hotel. Thank God I got a good one. And then they So
0: they were like billionaires at a best whatever the like Australian version of a best western is. That's wild.
2: Yeah, some people got the best Western.
0: Oh, you guys literally, (laughs) oh my God, that's even better that there's actually a best Western. Western. Yeah, that's really far West, but like, yeah, it makes sense. Okay.
2: Yeah, they put you in, take your passport. There's a security guard sitting outside and you can't go out for two weeks. What'd you do? I was still working at Ramp, so I had the best two weeks in terms of sales of my whole life. (laughs) (laughs)
0: And we have a new sales strategy yeah. at Kristen's new company. Whenever Kristen starts another company, she's going to lock all the salespeople in a foreign country for an extended period of time. Put
1: security guards outside the hotel, <laughs> take their passports.
0: So when you're traveling, these are like very long flights. Are you upgrading? Are you... Tell us about like the, the prep to get on the plane, the plane experience. Like I'm sure there's yes. some some experiences there, some uh, some things we could learn.
2: I'm a Delta girl. Good choice. <laughs> okay. And... I have put a lot of effort into my status, so.
0: What is your status I'm then? i diamond you're-
2: medallion. Whoa. Ooh. And the reason that I have, really I did
0: not pull out a nice enough chair for you. I feel <laughs> yeah. like we need a throne. We have you on this chair that's only slightly padded. This we well, let's switch. You should have this couch, not me.
2: But it it has not come easily. Like I've had to put a lot of work into this.
0: Do you talk to your therapist about it?
2: No, but I do have like <laughs> some friends that like we you know we share like ways of getting because if you go to Australia, mm-hmm. you have to lie down. Like it's the most you need the lie flat. Flight. Yeah, yeah how how long is it from new york well like door to door it's like 30 hours oh, fuck because, me you know you got to like leave your house i live in yeah. brooklyn and yeah. then go to jfk and you got to be early you know and like yeah. how okay. long is the
0: flight flight though and it's not well, it's not fly direct is it
2: new york to la okay. and then usually you have to like have a few hours in la sure. And then LA to Sydney is 16. Oof. And then you got to, like, get from the airport. Like, Sydney's spread out. Yeah. It's not like New York. So, yeah. so you get the lie down with the Diamond Medallion status. Well, with Diamond Medallion, you get two global upgrade passes a year, mm. which doesn't guarantee you to lie down, but we like do everything we can give you a shot. Yeah. Yeah. Pick the right flight. So
0: what are the tips? Like what what do we need to know about that trip to like a first timer trip to you
2: have the credit card to get the points. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I put everything on my card. So for example, like I'm going on a vacation with friends this August and I'm putting the whole thing on my card and then having them pay you. Yeah. The villa, Mm. the boat, the everything
0: you're just coming up with new shit you're like let's go on a helicopter ride
1: (laughs) villa boat helicopter right why are we not vacationing with Sasha uh this, it's a good
0: yeah, like we did the, just kind of glaze over that didn't <laughs> wait we wait a
1: minute that sounds uh, like a vacation that I want to go on
0: yeah. <laughs> I even put the yacht on my card I had to it was <laughs> I you know I fall on that sword for everybody
1: wow that sounds like a nice vacation what a vacation being a vc huh yeah, be, yeah being yeah. a
0: vc huh you go to you sh- don't sh- post
1: it on your instagram though right for all the founders you're telling to conserve cash you don't like post the pictures on the yacht right yeah, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's protocol. <laughs> but you've put in your time. Let's be clear, founder Sasha has put in her time at
2: early stage companies. So. How
0: long how long have you been a VC
2: now? A year and 2 months. Okay. Still pretty fresh.
0: And well, I'm I'm stuck on the travel stuff. We'll get to the VC thing in a minute. What is like the stand if you're I can't imagine being on a plane for 16 hours. What do you wear? Is it just like 18 layers of sweatsuits? Like what are we doing?
2: Yeah, I wear like an aloe tracksuit. Or like Ooh, what do you call it? Brand. Sweatsuit. Yeah. Yeah. What what's the longest
1: flight you've ever been on? A single flight? Yeah, yeah.
0: Probably probably to Thailand. But I was I don't remember. It was in high school.
1: Yeah. So I feel like I've done a lot of twelve like hour eight, flights.
0: Yeah, ten eight, I don't know. Going to Paris or going to London is like the
1: Oh, My general not, longest, oh, it's not too from bad. Like, Can- I mean, from, I go from like, KC but or something.
0: Yeah. I mean, I still think of it as like a less than 10 hour trip, though. Yeah. At yeah. no point am I on a single plane for over 10 hours that I remember.
1: Yeah, I did. Probably Par- I Paris it to out. Cape Town is 12. Whoa. L.A. to Santiago, Chile. I did twice, I guess, once in and then once back. And that I think is 12 as well. But I don't think I've I don't think I've done sixteen. But I kind of feel like at twelve, at that point, you're just like it's Fucked just like that, one no. more movie.
0: At twelve, like you're ready to jump off the plane. Yeah. Like I'm at eight, I'm like I'm I am at 8 i am like i am can not do that. I'm gonna scratch my skin off. Like I mean, do you just maybe like,
1: you need like an Ambien or something, dude?
0: Well, I was I was actually thinking <laughs> about asking though, what do we fly on? But I figured we could keep going through that one. <laughs> maybe just skip over that guy.
2: Um, do, you ta- do you have like a glass of wine or like a? I mean, it's such a long flight that you don't want to be, like, Seven. hungover yeah, ju- right. in the middle of it. Oh, my
0: God, it. yeah, you wake up 10 hours in <laughs> yeah. and the flight's not over. You're like, this is worse than the
1: start. Okay, yeah. so fun story. When I was very young and living in Boston, I was 24, something like that. I took a, a bus down to New York City, like the $15 bus or whatever, to visit a friend from California who was in New York for the weekend. And so I came down on a Saturday morning, spent all day day drinking with him in New York City, and then like was poor and young. So I was like, well, I'm not going to pay for a hotel room or anything. So I'll just take the bus back. So I took the bus back from 1am to 5am. And I got hungover on the bus. And that was not even a flight. And it was truly one of the worst nights of my life like pulling into boston at 5 a.m i like thought i was gonna die yeah so yeah i can imagine you don't want to drink too much when you're stuck in the air totally
0: oh i mean that's like two full work days i feel like i would be like plotting a nap i feel like there's a strategy like
2: to work on the plane yeah it's like uh very productive i mean at 16 hours you can sleep for eight hours and work for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Do you always work on the plane though? Like if you were just flying from like here to SF or I whatever? I
2: love working when I'm transporting. Me too. Yeah. I Me too. love being in an Uber and mm-hmm. just like getting heaps of stuff done. And then you just look Do you pull up the laptop there. out in the Uber? Oh yeah. Hotspot from my phone. Love it. Oh, Sometimes I get a little
1: motion sick in New York in particular because it's a lot of stop and go. I'm just in the zone. She's I don't like, even oh. it. yeah,
0: motion sickness is for fucking, you know,
1: <laughs> I didn't used to be that way. It's, I feel like it's like an over 30 thing for me. I feel like it. I, I don't know.
0: I don't know. I'm over 30. I just pulled that laptop out and got some work done between Brooklyn and here before this. So you got the hotspot whole nine yards. I don't know why I'm Texan when I'm working in an Uber, <laughs> but yeah, Kristen's face is just like, w- ick.
1: I was just thinking about the last (laughs) time that I pulled a computer out while I was in a cab and the cab was like, not a good feeling. Um, Okay. Long flights. (laughs) Speaking of coffee, we talked a little bit, I think maybe before, I don't know when we're going to start the recording. We've been talking for a bit.
0: What do you mean? We're recording the whole time. No, no,
1: no. I know. But the coffee part. Oh. What's your
2: go-to coffee? Sure. Yeah. So I never, I was never a coffee drinker until I moved to New York. Mm
1: -hmm. That'll do it culture
2: yeah i was a always a tea drinker but i'm australian and um you know I, we have like the british heritage and mm-hmm. we have like milk in our tea and i just feel like it's mm. weird here people...
0: well you but you still i mean are, can we admit that openly on a on a podcast that what? she still drinks milk
2: yeah oh yeah oh yeah i'm one of the only people left maybe
0: the only one in the greater <laughs> tri-state area
2: who drinks. lowell milk? putnam drinks full cream milk too I found that out the other day when we had coffee and he agreed with me that we're like the only two people left. That drink whole milk.
1: Yeah. Just in coffee though, not like in a cup. Like um, you're not like, I want to be. She's cup like, milk.
0: uh, never. <laughs> like, like, I didn't have steak. that with dinner last night. I don't feel judged Do at like, all, Kristen.
2: <laughs> no, I mean like if I'm going to have like muesli or granola, okay, okay, I, yeah, yeah. I would very much... What's prefer- muesli? Oh, you don't like, have muesli? You don't know what muesli is? Mm-mm. It's kind like of like granola but it's not fried in fat. <laughs> like Granola's fried in fat? It's like oil. Often, yeah. Granola's pretty fatty and sugary.
1: I know stuff. It's like kind of like <laughs> it's like trail mix you put milk on. I don't know what's the best way. To say. It's got like raisins and nuts and grains and I'll do you some know. do
0: some research tonight. Yeah. Find me some yeah. muesli.
1: But yeah, that's that's putting milk on that but like not just like in a cup next to like a like a
0: Are we doing like protein shakes or anything with some whole milk or anything like that? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I have my smoothies. with.
0: I feel like she's on the verge of saying I like a glass.
2: I like a
0: glass with dinner, but I don't want to tell you because I feel like I'd be less judged if I told you I had 10 beers than one glass of milk at this point.
2: That's, That's true. You would be. Honestly, the only time I would drink a glass of milk is I don't really have very much stuff in my fridge just because like, you know, I'm. Because New York, New York,
0: yeah. <laughs> we, we covered that already. Yeah. <laughs>
2: milk is heavy.
1: So if you're taking milk, you don't want to carry a lot of other things.
2: Yeah. And yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I get my groceries delivered, but <laughs> <laughs> somebody else has to carry it still. <laughs> oh, man. I know what's coming next. <laughs> Ooh. But yeah, sometimes if there's like literally nothing in my fridge then I'm and I'm like starving, then yeah, maybe I'll have a glass of milk here and there. <laughs>
0: Do you just imagine her like crying on the kitchen floor, just it, just empty apartment? Like there's just like one piece in- of furniture, and she's just on the floor, like Trinky
1: milk. I'm just hungry. Actually, what I what I'm thinking about is how densely packed Brooklyn is, and how there's probably like eight bodegas within a five minute walk. And you're like, well, there's no food, so I guess I'm just drinking milk. You like milk? <laughs> no, i on the twenty seventh floor. It's an effort. Okay, okay, I get that. I get that. I'm on the thirty fifth, and there is something about like. just just getting out of doors takes like three or four minutes and you're totally. like, too long, too it's long. too far. I get it. That's fair. The, the <laughs> closeness of the bodega is not quite as close. As me. <laughs> Kansas City, people don't get that, but I know exactly the...
0: Yeah. I mean, I still and you know, I door dash. So for me, it takes... You know, the idea of getting in my car and driving somewhere is a lot heavier than like going out of my door. someone
1: else get in their car and drive. Or like
0: the idea the, <laughs> that is heavier than going out and going to a bodega for me. Like I will... I will be a lot more active and get shit for myself a lot more in New York than I do in KC. In KC, I'm like, bring it to me. All of the things, all the meals. I am king.
1: I wonder if that's just because you don't deal with this elevator thing all that often. Like, I'm telling you. I stay in hotels. No, I know. But you don't live here. I'm saying like when every time you have to go outside for your entire life is like, the elevator. You have to wait for the elevator. The elevator stops three times, and then like it's it does change you're like. I gotta say, having getting not getting out of doors is like it takes like minutes.
0: Having not experienced it, that sounds like some bullshit, but fair. Like for you anybody know what I'm
1: not
2: talking about on, oh, yeah. yeah, on the twenty seventh floor, you get a little. I'm like, all about efficiency. Yeah, like it doesn't make sense. <laughs> so
0: crying on the kitchen for <laughs>
2: Kitchen milk. I'm a big delivery girl <laughs> as well.
0: Now let's take just a moment to talk about our exclusive sponsor and the team that makes this all possible, FS Vector. FS Vector is the firm for innovative financial services. That means a lot of things, but most of all, what it means right now is a path to clarity. The policy and regulatory landscape hasn't felt this unclear in a long time time. From banking to cryptocurrency and everything in between, uncertainty is rampant. We know there's no crystal ball, but the closest thing we have can be good advisors. Not consultants, as we talked about in the previous episode, but advisors. Navigating uncertainty isn't a job for a noob. That's why FS Spectre has experienced advisors, from successful founders to ex-regulators to experts in really all fields reason-based, justifiable decision-making that you can clearly (laughs) show your work to regulators and auditors. It's never been so important to show your work. I wouldn't have started recommending FS Vector to founder friends before they were a sponsor if I really didn't trust their expertise. And I do. And that's why they're a sponsor. If I was building something new right now, I'd be working with FS Vector. I recommend all my friends to them. As I said, if you're building something new, evolving something that exists, or not sure about how to handle a unique situation in the world of financial services, FS Vector can help. Go to FSVector.com and tell them Zach sent you.
1: Should we do it? I think we should do it. Are you frugal?
0: All right, let's jump into Are You Frugal? Do you okay. want to kick off?
1: Starting with delivery. Out of a, a normal week, how often are you ordering delivery? Let's say 20 meals in a week. I'm embarrassed to say. It's a lot. Okay.
0: I'll go but, with you. Answer, honestly, and then I'll answer, and I promise we'll feel I okay will, together. I as well, yeah. and
1: it is embarrassing. So, yeah, we'll, we'll splurge.
2: I mean, at least once a day.
1: Same. If not yeah.
2: twice. <sighs> I'm probably at once a day. That's probably about right. But again, I'm all about efficiency, right? Like if I can be doing other things while people are bringing the food to me, you value your time. Yeah. Yeah. You know how much you make in an hour
1: and so paying someone else for 100% part of that hour. Okay.
0: So tell me if you would do this. So living in Kansas City, I will drive from like point A to point B, right? Oh,
1: no. And you have someone meet you at point B?
0: Just Breathe. Breathe, Kristen. Breathe. You're
1: killing the environment, dude.
0: I live in Kansas City. That's the job of the Midwest. Oh, okay. The what job do you of the do? Like, I get in on diesel. You, no, I'm just kidding. How are you burning
1: right. our world down?
0: Uh, you know the answer. Okay, so I go from, let's say, the gym home, right? I've got my smoothie from the gym because I got the little thing. We're having a little smooth. We're enjoying it. But, like, I got to eat again because, you know, life. So, driving home, I will occasionally order DoorDash, Yes, to your point. Yes, this fucking judgmental look you're giving me. Yes, I will have yeah. someone meet me there. But it's worse. Just wait. It's worse. Would you ever drive by the restaurant that you're ordering from on the way home and I, still do it?
2: I do that every day.
0: My girl, <laughs> Sasha and I are connected. <laughs>
2: you guys. <God. laughs> it saves so much time. I am walking it? in there. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I got I, I fucking don't have phone sh- calls. We yeah. got shit to do. Don't Sasha don't and I are busy. I don't want to go and then
1: wait. For my order and yeah. like, like, couldn't you like order it in advance still and like it would just and then I got ready. to walk home. Yeah, and
0: then I've got to park could get in the, the elevator. yeah. There's layers. Your places
1: probably have <laughs> drive-throughs. Uh,
0: we're not just throwing drive-throughs everywhere probably in the Midwest. Have, like a
1: pickup order place. How heavy is this? Food? I mean, I'm
0: literally oh thinking of Chipotle gosh. and like 100. percent I could order Chipotle ahead of time, walk in, grab it off the to-go thing. But f- there's something about parking, getting out of the car. This is so bad. Now, this is so bad, Sasha. Why did we admit to this? Tell us your embarrassing case, I, Kristen.
1: I order it a lot. I'm <laughs> saying I order a I feel like my embarrassing thing is that I order it at least once a day. That feels like enough to me.
0: We took it a step further, oh I guess, gosh. Sasha. We, we
1: have the technology. We should use it.
0: Yeah. That is the argument that I wasn't thinking but of I that like before. I, like I get that.
1: offended at the pricing. I get offended that like a $12 Chipotle label ends up costing me $22. I have
2: my Delta Cod and so I'm just cutting <laughs> point. points. <laughs> oh,
0: That's we, okay, so you want to take it a step further into the DoorDash thing? So I'm guessing it's going to get canceled soon because the company got acquired, I guess. But I still have DoorDash uh, or DashPass from, because. Uh, trust com- not a thing anymore? What, what company mean? would I have worked for where that would have been a pri- where that would have been an employee oh, benefit? Oh, I see. and it still may be going because like I don't know. it just still runs.
1: Yeah, okay, okay, this is a this is a good question. You can uh, expunge any names that you need to. Do you have any perks or benefits or anything from jobs or companies you've left? that like you aren't going to cancel, but like that keep getting paid for after you've left the company? And if so, what are they? I mean, I have one.
2: That is literally one of the selling points of Ramp to not have... ex-employees still utilizing the expenses so I definitely have none from them so she's definitely pushing ramp cards on yeah, I'll send,
0: I'm sending <laughs> on that every to founder
2: yeah.
1: and, and
2: Johnny CFO. can we clip
0: that for Eric Glyman please
2: <laughs> um and then the next company I went to got them to use ramp so again couldn't uh, couldn't get away with so that. that's
0: really the strategy Eric hired you obviously and then we, he was like mm. okay so leave. <laughs> and then go to every other company and get them to sign up for ramp. This yeah. is our new biz dev strategy,
1: okay. okay. so you don't have any like company benefits still.
0: It was such a great fintech working. way of answering that too. That was
1: a good sales people <laughs> well, I,
2: I worked in <laughs> can't, can't trust them to tell it. I worked in corporate cards at city, before, and that's one oh. of the reasons I thought ramp was so awesome because I knew how the comforts were. Yeah. Mm. Um so, yeah.
0: So you're saying no, other than like the daily milk delivery you still get.
2: She's saying it's like
1: <laughs> been her job to make sure people like you and I don't, don't exist.
0: So what's your if mine is dash pass, what's yours? yours?
1: DashPass. Mine was from a long time ago. I, I don't have it anymore. But oh. for a while after I left a company, I had LinkedIn Premium. Mm. And I think it like renewed, like an annual renewal, so I got an extra year of LinkedIn Premium that I was not going to pay for myself. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's great. That's just expensive. Yeah, shit is expensive. So yeah, I I definitely was like, oops, I guess it renewed. But I think I actually am still an admin for that company's Facebook page. Oh.
0: See, that's not great.
1: Still, and I'm like, I haven't done anything with it because I'm a trustworthy and decent person, but. If I I ever worked for you, maybe go check your Facebook admins and feel free to remove me. I don't think I've been on Facebook in years. Let me just say that. Yeah, it's more for our parents. Yeah. I stopped using Facebook because when you, at an early stage company, start putting Facebook ads up, you have to use your personal account. Mm -hmm. And I... Yeah. You have to like have a personal account to like log in and stuff like that. And so every time I logged in, it would be like people like commenting on our ads would show up in my notifications. and I was like, this is stressful. This is work. I don't ever want to see this again.
2: I just stopped using it. And could they see like the pictures of you from? No, I don't think so. I don't think I don't think it
1: worked that way. I think it was just like from a from a back end ads manager perspective. And maybe this has changed. This was probably six, seven, eight years ago, something like that. That like you had to have a personal account, like the business account had to have a user and the user was my Facebook account. And so it was like, every time I would log in, I would get all these notifications, like your product's a scam. And I was like, ugh, this is, you know. Stressful. It wasn't a scam. It's just, you know, Facebook people being Facebook people. Facebook people Lots. being Facebook people. Okay. Uh, social media, what do you use? LinkedIn. How obviously. is that part of,
0: are you frugal?
1: <laughs> I, I'm i getting there.
0: Okay. I'm letting let you roll go
1: okay <laughs> i have so,
2: i have instagram do you have linkedin premium yeah i Company have sales n- for it sales navigator yeah, yeah, I yeah use it every day love it
0: as a vc oh. how do you use it every is it just like oh, finding could, founders yeah. is, uh, obvious ways i would think that you would use it
2: so great finding founders finding like the six degrees of connect like you know who yeah. i can ask for a warm intro and
0: uh, i have it for like content stuff and i that should use sense. it a lot more you should probably like give me a tutorial yeah a i never i linkedin is just like i get so much inbound because of the role that like i don't i should you should use that more to think about outbound but linkedin is it's like facebook for me it's just like a big stress magoo every time i open it i'm just like
1: I like, dated when i'm on linkedin i'm like this stuff's all like i don't know
2: Yeah. Anyway, do you use any, like, personal social media? I have Instagram, but all my friends, like, have cool jobs, like, work in fashion and Mm. advertising and stuff like that. So they do my content for me because I don't even really know how to... Public or private Instagram? Private. Okay. Yeah. Do you shop
1: through Instagram? Oh, yeah. Too much. Okay. (laughs) This... I know. You're going the right direction. I know. I I trust you. Okay. Tell me the most... Uh, you don't have to say how much it cost, but the most expensive thing that you ever bought through an Instagram ad.
0: But we would love to know how yeah, much we it costs. I know mean, how just much so you cost. know, you, you could even write it on a piece of paper, slide it across the <laughs> table.
2: <laughs> Tell
1: us how many zeros.
2: Uh, so it was definitely, definitely an overpriced item. Yeah. Um. So I spent... Goes without saying, Sasha. You're like paying for them to advertise to you on Instagram. But yeah, go on. Um, I bought a $100 eye mask. Like a like a sleep mask. It's like a sleep mask. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. With how much you travel and what I feel like that's like pretty acceptable. What was
2: special about it? Oh, it was like royalty. It was like <laughs> puffy, like the whole Was it like satin? Yeah. Or, mm. Yeah. We're I talking past it,
0: tense. Yeah. What'd you do with it? What I happened? I
2: left it in a hotel room when I went oh. hiking in Sedona. <sighs>
1: devastating. That's not that expensive. No,
0: it's really not. A 100 bucks on a like
1: But for that, it's like a little bit of fabric. Yeah, that's I think they're eyes. like 15 bucks at Target. Yeah. But But I mean, it sounds
0: like this thing, you know, would like give you an eye massage and you'd have like 20/20 20, 20 vision when you took it off and it's taking years off your life or well, something all like that. That's what the
2: advertisements will tell you. Yeah. 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 I bought the like $250 most comfortable heels in the world. I don't know if you've seen that ad. What brand I was that? Inez and no them, tried them on literally the most uncomfortable shoes really? oh No. and this is why i don't usually buy online because i'm mm. busy i don't remember to do my returns yeah you know. but i returned it and um i got refunded so Okay. It all worked out. So it wasn't, yeah, (laughs) it wasn't that devastating.
1: No, I I am almost six feet tall. So Instagram must know because I don't think I've ever gotten a heel (laughs) ad.
0: (laughs) It's like, you're too tall for this. We're going
2: to... Flats. I get lots of ads. I get lots of ads for flats. (laughs) I get lots of ads for like neck pain devices.
0: Is that related? Do you have neck pain?
2: Yeah. I mean, I've worked at a desk for like nearly 20 years. Yeah, but I don't get those ads. Oh, well, you should buy this thing that I bought. <laughs> tell am- us about it. It's Sasha. amazing. <laughs> you like, lie can't tell if you're it. fucking with us or not. you <laughs> no, can't no, tell no. if you're serious. It's great. It's really honestly life changing. What, what is, is it? it? It's like this blue thing that you lie on, and then it's like stretches out your neck. <laughs> You're and selling I have it. To describe it a little bit more yeah. for the
1: listeners and what us. What was
0: what was that background in sales we were? talking <laughs> It's, just, it's, it's blue. blue. You lay on it and fixes you. Shut up. That's all you need to fucking know. Is it like right?
1: hard or it's like?
0: You a- really do live in New York. That was actually the most like New York. That was like the most Brooklyn district. It's fucking blue. You lay on it. Shut up. You don't okay. need to know shit else. Shut up. You live blue. You lay on it.
2: Fixes your neck.
0: Your fit your neck's good. Shut up.
2: <laughs> I'll send it to you on Instagram. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> okay. All
0: of these episodes require so much like visual help. We're, we're
2: gonna, gonna need have a to, like, YouTube channel. <gasps> I guess.
1: We're gonna need a YouTube channel and we're gonna have to get the visual
2: side going. Is it
0: just like does it like release some tension? Mm. Like is it okay, so it's like massagey sort of like a foam roller, but not?
2: It just kind of like you know, like have you ever had someone like pull your head? Yes, oh, yeah, one of like my favorite that, things
0: on earth. Same,
2: yeah. favorite thing. Yeah,
0: it's a <laughs> yes. weird fetish. It's like, yeah, I want to,
1: I want to <laughs> pay someone to lay little, on my like, back head, and pull my neck. scratcher <laughs> things too. Those are also excellent. Yeah. yeah,
0: those don't quite get me the same. The yeah. same as like a neck pull. I neck mean, pull. you pull my neck the you right way. I'll ask you to marry me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: I mean, yeah. I'm mostly. I've isn't definitely it, had like, it happen with not a chiropractor before. I, but. I don't
2: like chiropractors, like, fake. I've actually never been to one. Okay. I go to, like... Who's cracking your neck? Well, uh, She's just walking
0: around like, hey,
2: do you mind? <laughs> <laughs> in Australia, physical therapy is huge. Like, everyone's always in physio, as yeah. we call it. Yeah. Um, And then here I get massages. Love a massage. Okay. okay. You get massages.
1: You do vacations in villas. She's got you are painting a status. picture.
0: You're pay- we're painting a picture. <laughs>
1: She's got the the once-a-day delivery, including by restaurants she walks by on her way home. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're not frugal. Um would you
2: consider yourself frugal? Well, yeah, that's the first question. No. I mean, I don't have any you, I, you responsibilities don't have to be. I don't have any kids, I don't yeah. have any pets, so I can afford to not be frugal. I love it. <laughs>
1: I love it. That is like that is an empowered answer right there.
0: I completely agree with everything you just said and get it and associate and we're, oh, we're yeah. hanging out and you're yeah. going to watch the kids.
1: No, there's like no judgment <laughs> on frugality. I think it's more of just like a...
0: I feel judged when you talk about my frugality. I feel definitely like I feel like a piece of shit when you start talking about how
1: unfrugal I you am. You don't need to be empowered. <laughs> it's true. You're, you're, you're plenty empowered. That's <laughs>
0: true. All right, fair enough.
1: Uh, okay, so you do travel a lot what is your favorite like destination
2: anywhere in the med summer europe hundred mm-hmm. percent mm-hmm.
0: okay when you're uh, like in terms of food on these vacations are you like finding like little holes in the wall are you like a big planner beforehand like are oh, we yeah. finding big okay planner.
2: we've got, always got a spreadsheet, Some okay. are type spreadsheet. A.
0: yet again yeah yeah
2: embedded links
1: Oh all of the God. restaurants, <laughs> a budget. See, this is who I want to go on a vacation with because Call I am coding. the opposite of that. I am the most type C vacation person. I'm not even a type B. I am like I will show up and see where the day takes me, but I need someone to provide a little bit of shape to my I got you. My travels. I love okay. It.
0: What's the best vacation you've
2: taken in your life?
1: <sighs>
2: so many. I mean, <laughs>
0: We go from, are you frugal? Into, well, I don't know. I don't spend this much time at home. It's amazing. <laughs> Should I just add, what is the best day you've spent at home? Would that be an easier
1: question? Drinking milk on the floor. <laughs> Drinking milk
2: on the floor. <laughs> um, I would say like skiing in Val d'Isere, sailing Turkey. Um, yeah, all Europe stuff. And rock in Australia. That's the outlier. What's that? Um, I think... It's actually Ayers Rock Uluru. It's the in the very center of Australia, the reddest sand you'll ever see. And it's these like massive rocks. And it's oh, amazing. You've probably seen pictures of it.
0: It sounds hard to get to is my
1: main takeaway.
2: Yeah, you've got to fly. But it's not like a 16-hour
1: flight or anything. So yeah, oh, Sasha, sure it is. it's like, nope, no big deal.
0: <laughs> She's like, I'm just answering yeah. emails in the Uber on the way. Okay, so the uh, we asked sense.
1: on our last episode. So I think this is a good one to follow up with. What's your like ideal first date?
0: Ooh, I didn't see that coming out of your mouth next.
1: I want I wanna know. I like I feel like someone who has like good taste and like is not frugal, I'm like, I wanna know what this first date is because I probably wanna go on it.
0: <laughs> or so I mean I feel like so you two know each other well enough that you're just like you just know that she's dating regularly. I don't
1: know if she's dating now.
2: I I know that she's throwing you're like, just, throw, like, you're I just
0: like I know that throw she's throw that out in the
2: dated before. <laughs> she
0: has she has dated. Okay, fair.
2: Um, I mean, we live in New York City, so I love something that like makes the most of that. Like mm-hmm. going to the Met or a like new exhibition. I did this like sonic sphere thing the other day at the Shed in Hudson Yards. It was amazing. What what is a sonic sphere? It's like this thirty foot sphere, like Squid Games esque. Like when you walk into <laughs> no big deal, um, and then
0: sounds like a first day.
2: <laughs> you lie on these like canopies. And they have like this light show within the sphere and it, they play the end-to-end album of the XX.
0: It's and this like, was a first
2: date? A sh- mean, it was just a thing. I went with my friend and I was like, I wish I was on a date. Oh. <laughs>
0: so do you like talk during it or was it no. okay you
2: just like so that's your kind of date is
0: be near each other but let's not speak
2: well i just mean like then, then you get out <laughs> and then you're like oh my god you have so much to talk about uh-huh. you know because you have oh, this
1: okay shared experience shared
0: experience yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. okay then you're not okay. left
1: asking dumb questions like what's australia like yeah yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> tell me about the, the <laughs> sharks yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> We should have done it in the we sphere. We should and have
0: then sphered <laughs> before we started the podcast.
1: That's a great idea. Go take do an activity. On a date and then do a podcast. <laughs> but best.
2: Go on a date with Zach and I, and then we will interview. <laughs> <laughs> best fun first date that I've had was courtside Nick's ticket. Damn, yeah. son. you say first date? First date, yeah.
0: That's a flex. a flex. That
2: is a flex.
0: Was there a second date?
2: We ended up dating for like two okay. years.
0: Okay. Yeah. But yeah,
2: strong star. Did you know him before the first day? No, it was The League, the app.
0: No way. Yeah.
2: And he's actually Ooh. Tom Segura's manager. I heard you mention Tom Segura in the dunk. What? Tom follows me on Instagram. Fuck
1: off! <laughs> he gets to see the pictures of the man we do I'm just with like,
2: this is the <laughs> longest I've gone without talking on my own podcast in so long, because now I'm just jealous. <laughs> he's great. And Christina, they're both great. Great that you know that. Oh my God. No, Dad's that's really fucking right cool. Now. That's
0: awesome. Wait, oh, is he's top. That is, that is a flex. How? Okay, so you guys met on the app and then he was like, first date, courtside. Nicks. Nicks. Wow. wow. What was the second date?
2: Uh, backstage, Fleetwood Mac. Jesus. Oh, now I'm so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: Notice God. how that did nothing for me. I was just like, okay, cool. What's the third? <laughs> and you're like, oh, oh my
1: God, God. Fleetwood? <laughs> Oh my God, Stevie Nicks is like a an, an icon. icon.
0: Yeah, I didn't know that Stevie Nicks was part of Fleetwood Mac. I always thought Stevie Nicks was like her own thing.
1: Well, I mean, there's yeah. a whole there's a whole
0: drama, the, like the oh, album okay.
1: about the breakup, mm-hmm. like rumors. Oh my God, yeah.
0: I have to. What was the third? I hope you just remember all your dates for uh, two years because
2: now I'm so <laughs> well, I think curious. At that point, well, anyway, the third was um he some of his clients like. He has a Middle Ditch and and Schwartz. Thomas Middle Ditch is like from Silicon Valley. Jesus Christ. So they did Carnegie Hall. They had the whole Carnegie Hall. And then we went to the green room after. And it was like Ben Stiller and Emily Redatowski and and me.
0: And you. Yeah. That (laughs) is. Wow. That's crazy. I bet he took you to some pretty crazy shows in those couple of years.
2: Yeah.
0: It was great. I'm sure he's a dickhead, but. No, Sounds no, like no, a no, good no, no. couple of years. We're still friends. Oh, okay. Seems yeah. like a good guy. That's good. I just assumed that I should say that and yeah. I'll I take it back. I would love to go to a Tom Segura show if you're I, listening. I know. I was
1: like, Zach's going to try and date him next.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was like, can he take me? To my, like, yeah. I would sit courtside. I put out. Anyway, Um, that is what I'm. You have to ask the next question because my mind's fucked.
1: Yeah. That's, <laughs> those, are, those are some pretty high standards. Uh, yeah.
0: Well, that's it. There you go. After him. What was the next first day? Like, when you guys broke up, the getting back on the horse sort of thing. Like, what was the next?
2: 99 cent slice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: was it a 99 cent slice in Times Square? <laughs>
2: Oof. Well, we were, we were living together and we broke up in the middle of COVID. And so I was essentially oh. homeless. Yikes. So I moved to Tulum and worked remote from there. Um, So the next date that I put putting a lot
0: of these dots from the previous from the rest of this conversation together very quickly with two sentences there.
2: Um, Yes. The next date was with a um, free diver fire twirler that was living on crypto money.
1: (laughs) 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 I did not know. I'm out. (laughs) I did not anticipate this area to be so rich family
0: i now a dating show This yeah.
1: is-
2: let's move oh
1: on Stop <laughs> it. that's fun though that's very fun wow okay
0: i mean i'm just no big deal m- yeah uh
1: zach what's the most ridiculous date you've ever been on
0: i mean i'm from kansas city and i was in a eight seven eight year relationship until about like a year or something ago so i've been dating like an adult for maybe a year
1: what i'm hearing is that he does not take women on amazing dates
0: they take me no i
1: think they haven't no they really haven't
0: (laughs) I, i don't think there's a first date that i'm wildly proud of to be honest
1: are you getting any ideas? Uh,
0: Yeah. Go manage Tom Segura. <laughs> yeah. That's my next step is go manage Tom. Go manage one of the top three comedians in the world is my next. And then it'll be some good
1: first dates, Kristen. But you know what's funny? You guys get really good guests at Money 2020. You just have to like convince a girl to like be in Vegas to like walk past Serena Williams or something. Yeah.
2: yeah we watched Serena together at Money 2020 last year. Or I mean, I wish I actually didn't see her. I was like doing my job, but she was like, (laughs) it was
1: great. It was great. Actually, I think I think I watched it with um Amy, friend from FS Vector. I
0: think that's who. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Shout out to FS Vector. FS Vector. This would be a perfect time to include an ad. (laughs) <laughs> there we go. All right. Um, that's lit. That was such a good moment last year. What, you looking for time?
1: Yeah, I'm just curious. I can, do we have I can, a hard stop? No. I we, <laughs>
0: we talked about hard stops last week. Do we have, it's 4.06. Okay. You Sasha,
1: good? are you good? Yeah. You're, you're okay. good for a little bit. Longer. Okay. Okay. Just wanted to make sure didn't lose all track in the room with no windows.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is happening quickly. It's,
1: it's easy to do. Um, okay. So uh, I think, again, no judgment, but you are not one of our most frugal guests. But the, okay, no. so this is this is the challenge we had is that last last time, I won't say last week, because I don't know when he's come out. Last neither time, do I. Last time, <laughs> uh, we interviewed Eli from Footprint. <laughs> and uh we had a little bit of trouble with the Are You Frugal game because my realization is that like he's 25 years old. Yeah. And a little baby being <laughs> 25 years old, like everyone's frugal.
0: Do you imagine like, Eli's response? That, like, if Eli could have heard these stories.
2: I mean, hopefully he will. Hopefully he's listening right now. I Wait. mean, when I first moved to New York, I was extremely frugal. Yeah. Because yeah. I, you know, had quit my job without right. a job. I have a mortgage in Australia. Yeah. I ended up going to the Diamond District and selling my jewelry and I bought cans of beans. Wow. So that, that was frugal.
0: That is the other side of the coin. Right. And
2: yeah. when you're young and like you're trying to like... I wasn't even that young. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I was younger than I am now. But. I just had a cash flow issue. But yeah.
0: I feel like you've earned the lack of frugality. And I think that's yeah. the other thing about it is like, especially when you talk about efficiency. I mean, I know we joke and like, are you frugal's a game and everything. But I actually think that there is like mm-hmm. a consistent thing there with successful people with the like, I will see. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's just leverage. It's like paying mm-hmm. a little something extra to like, should I stop while I'm driving past Chipotle? Maybe. But I like this version a lot more where I'm successful. So I just drive by Chipotle (laughs) and they bring it to me because that's how I am i don't know.
1: I don't know. You don't have to pay for daycare. So you have all the money in the world. (laughs)
0: Live in Kansas City, no daycare. And yeah, yeah, yeah. getting Chipotle delivered.
1: (laughs) of luxury. I mean, I get a lot of delivery, but every time I get it, I feel like I'm very like anxious about it, which is funny because you could probably add up all that I spend on delivery and it probably doesn't even come close to one kid in daycare.
0: Yeah. I was going to say the other deliveries you do are a lot more expensive than deliveries you receive.
1: Oh yeah. Way, way, way more.
0: Indeed.
1: Okay. So not frugal. All right. What, uh, what is your top of wallet credit card? Is it? It's the Delta one. We found that out. Yeah. That is there a second? Delta. Is there a second, or do you? Everything goes on the Delta. All to status. All to status. Have we you ever need cons- a Delta sponsorship, man?
0: If we keep asking this travel question, I mean, by the end of this, it's going to be Celestial Seasonings and Delta.
1: I am. I am a big Delta fan. I'm. Dri-
0: I'm flying Delta tomorrow.
1: Yeah. Home. I. I. I used to have platinum, but COVID. And kids kind of slowed my travel. So I'm, I'm sitting pretty at silver, but.
0: So I have an are you frugal question for myself? Because <laughs> it's all about me. So, <laughs> I, So this is the thing. So I'm, you know, organization, corporation. So I'm not paying for all of my flights when I'm going to a place, right? So the company will pay for an economy ticket. I will, at any chance I get, spend 95 dollars to get into first class or 35 to get 95? into yeah that's so cheap. exactly cheap, Yeah. okay so that is frugal right like that is like entirely worth every single time i spend 95 bucks i'm like i'm such an idiot no that's
1: it, that's a steal okay yeah
0: i thought so cool
1: I, I feel like it's more expensive than that most of the time
2: yeah it's like,
0: way more expensive to buy the ticket up front i've oh, found like if you buy little. first class then you're fucked because it's like first class from kansas city here this is a conversation that Ten-year-old me never thought I'd be having yeah. Kansas City to here is normally like seven, eight, something like that. I think for first class every time I look, but if I buy just like a normal Delta ticket, it's like four or something, and then or like mm. three or four, and, and then you then just you do, do like the ninety-five. Or... Yeah, yeah. You just wait until a couple of days out, and as long as there's a couple of seats left, you just uh, upgrade now it. You've
1: given away the travel hack, and so
0: well, I want our listeners way. to benefit. I don't That's think the CEO true. of Delta is listening. Yes. No,
1: I'm sure the CEO of Delta knows about that. I meant more that like there wouldn't be any more first class seats because all of all of oh. your listeners are going to take all the first class seats.
0: I mean it's a you know, we're doing okay, but we don't have that many listeners. It's good, good, <laughs> all good of numbers. The first but first
1: class seats forever are going to be filled
0: by, <laughs> because of FinTech, because Family, of Hour. FinTech Family Hour. Yeah. Listeners.
1: Thanks, guys.
0: This is you're gonna be angry at me for asking this. What is the most like helpful, what is the, not the most helpful, what's the most interesting thing you've learned about VC since becoming a VC? Mm. Cause like this sales background, like I bet, I feel like salespeople are very natural. Like you're just gonna be jaded, right? Cause of your sales. And then you go into VC and it's like, oh, what could make you more jaded? <laughs> Here's venture capital. Mm. But you seem like very happy and not a jaded person. So I don't know, I just want to like understand that.
2: Oh, I mean, it's a hard question so you're
0: like by the way i'm dead inside i am jaded (laughs) as fuck. i just smile at you while i say it
2: um i think like one of the most surprising and best things that i've learned because you know personally i went into vc because i wanted back more female founders and um i can see like that as a real reason that we can a real way we can make change in the industry and what i found was like it's almost like the boys club knows exactly how to pitch and what format and what types of documents, like don't put anything in, in Google sh- suite, et cetera. But like a lot of the female founders didn't get the memo. It's that like the little
0: stuff. It's like the stuff.
2: Yeah. Which, interesting. Which is a red flag to a VC.
0: Isn't that okay. Is that silly that that's a red flag to a VC? Like if there's just a wildly I solid could... founder that doesn't understand why you would do Google suite versus this versus like, is that a silly one?
2: Well, I'm kind of just like if you're gonna put your life behind raising for this company, and wouldn't you just like figure out everything that you need to do right to get the fastest to the yes? Yeah. I... So here's a here's a here's a perspective that I
1: I think agrees with you. Uh, that I maybe wouldn't have agreed with when I was raising money for the first time. Um, there are. Patterns that VCs look for that can be very frustrating as an outsider to like feel mm-hmm. like certain types of people or certain habits or in indicators or whatever yeah, we are talked
0: about supported. Stanford on the last show,
1: right? Yeah, and I don't I don't think that like by themselves it's great to just like look for that and ignore everything else. But I think there are some things that are a little bit between the lines of like um, a, a really common one is like. Um, how confident do you seem when you pitch? Now, that's one that's mm. like there's bias baked in and it's it's really hard to unpack what of that is bias. But there is a lot behind that that's actually very important, right? And being able to be confident when you pitch and being able to be comfortable in a room with VCs is indicative of someone who is comfortable in a room with enterprise customers, who is comfortable yeah. pitching to an executive team and building a board and doing all of those sorts of things. And so... What's tricky is that like there is bias baked into those things and you you should work to to pull those out, but they're not wholly bad where you should be like, okay, someone can come in and be super timid and and not able to articulate their vision and not, you know, and, and it's my job to see through that. Well, at some point, they're going to have to be pitching their vision to all sorts of different people. And I think looking for that is not necessarily explicitly like, uh, you know, a a signal of bias.
2: Yeah, I agree. Like, if this founder is too timid to, like, pitch their idea confidently, like, are they going to be able to, like, inspire a whole 2,000-person company one day, you know, if they end up growing that big? Or if they're
1: non-technical and they can't describe the technical needs, are they going to be able to bring in a CTO who can actually deliver versus someone who's like, I could do that and, like, can't actually deliver? Like, so you don't have to be technical, but... There needs to be a belief from the VC that you could like vet technical talent to bring in a CTO who is talented, right? So I think there's like a lot of stuff like that, that like you have to recognize what the VC is trying to get out of that signal and like find the way to to overcome that. So I have
0: a question though, based on your experience, and we can cut this if you want, but I'm genuinely curious from like an honest perspective. You you were at Plaid. I think of Zach as like, wildly smart, confident, but not like over, overly loud, not overbearing, not like a lot of the things that you would associate with most, most founders, like shut up, right? Like a certain amount of like overly egotistical male, whatever the hell. I don't think he has that. If anything, like William maybe has that a little bit more than him as a CTO weirdly. And that company like, you know, is big being there and like being under him, what was that? Did you have that experience of like in those moments he was confident and able to say, go that way? Or like, how did that feel?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I know what you mean. Like Zach is more reserved.
0: Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Um,
2: But anyone that talks to him for two minutes can realize how brilliant he is. Yep. And yes, there are these very charismatic CEOs that have been able to raise a lot of funding. But I think having worked for CEOs and and in my role at Plaid, Quovo and Ramp and Pinwheel actually, I was talking to 10 founders a day. And so I got a good sense of like, who is brilliant. And even if they're timid or reserved, they can still be extremely inspiring. Who's very charismatic, but has no substance. And who who is charismatic and- And has substance. And has
0: substance. How important is it to pull apart like, like you used a couple different words there that are pretty interesting, right? Like the idea of being timid, I feel like is one thing, but the idea of being reserved is like a very different, like...
2: I think I said timid because you said timid earlier. I, I didn't mean to say timid. <laughs> no, no, no. I said
1: timid because I was oh, talking about said like timid. <laughs> what yeah.
0: But it wasn't Sasha. We're clarifying it wasn't Sasha. <laughs> but I was
1: referring to a founder who wasn't able or like was too yeah. nervous to articulate their vision. And I think there is a difference between that and reserved, right? Like you can be reserved and not like super out outgoing or loud, but there's a difference between that and like nervousness, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: We at, at Fin um, called the trait like someone that has gravitas mm-hmm. yeah and like you could have that even if you only say a few words every now and then but the words you do say everyone's like oh, you
1: know if
0: anything you can have more gravitas that way yeah i feel like i talk too fucking much to have gravitas well, who, i want gravitas who that,
1: quote better to be thought a fool than open your mouth and remove all doubt wasn't me yeah, it's a good thing. I feel like it's Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> but that probably I opened my I've, mouth and now made myself. Sound Abraham wonderful. Lincoln
0: said most things. <laughs> yeah. We can attribute most things. Yeah. I don't know. I okay. have one final question. Okay. Well, final-ish question, um, because Kristen and I are still working on this piece of the show. So this is going to be phrased interestingly, because I still don't know what's going to come out of my mouth. But is there anything in your life as a, you know, successful running, taking over the world, VC, yada, yada, yada. Is there anything in your life that would be like a standard adult expectation mm. that you are failing at miserably? Oh, yeah. Talk to us. Talk to us. And we're happy to share ours too, yeah. if it makes you more comfortable.
2: Um, so I'm not a good driver.
0: I didn't see this going that way okay I like I was I was thinking more like forgets to take the things to the mail or something but I I like the idea of you just not being safe on the roads that's
2: yeah I mean New York's (laughs) a good place for you it's not like I'm a bad driver because I drive really fast and I'm you know out of control I'm just not a confident driver Mm. and this is one of the reasons that I loved living in London and I love living in New York because I never have to drive yeah but um, so you're like
0: the person in the middle of the street, like, is it right? Is it left? I don't know. And yeah. then you just stay in the middle of the street, yeah. especially
2: here because it's the other side of the road. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. But I did have an experience in Vermont recently where I had to I was forced to drive. It was like a kid situation going on. And yeah. the mom was like, please just go and pick up. Yeah, this person and I was oh like,
0: great, so wives of child of children too. Well, I, I, <laughs> I was actually picking
2: up like the the husband and stuff oh, okay. from the pub, but
0: somebody we could lose, be fine.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I was like <laughs> bringing. Yeah, but it was actually like easier than I thought. Yeah, especially yeah. in Vermont where there are no other cars on the road. Yeah, yeah, that helps. And she had a big car. I feel like I'm better mm-hmm. in a big car.
0: I think we're gonna have a racing simulator this year in <laughs> Vegas. So mm-hmm. I challenge you. Oh, I'll be bad. <laughs> it'll be yeah. great.
2: I feel like that's the
1: point. In the yeah, that's the whole point. Right? Is, is like, like, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We'll go off off the rails together. Okay. So, is there anything else? Is there like any
1: hard, what hard, boring thing yeah. you, are you doing? Like, is not there any
0: doing? bad milk in your fridge?
2: What are you behind on? No, I drink it all. <laughs> 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 um, um, I mean, I can't cook. I'm just going to be honest. I've tried.
0: Hence the DoorDash, I guess. It's yeah. just not my yeah. strength. Yeah. yeah.
2: And... Comparative advantage. I get it. Yeah. 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 I think maybe I'm just destined to be someone that has a driver and a chef.
0: That sounds.
2: <laughs> life. I know. I
1: know. And 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 has the
2: skills to earn the income to be able to provide that. That's pretty sick.
0: Do you have to expense things? Like, I don't know how the organization works. So I don't know if you have like expense reports or whatnot.
2: Uh, yeah. Like I expense like coffee meetings with other VCs and founders. Yeah. And do you
0: do those on time? Like, are you generate? like, are you behind on expense reports? How does that usually work?
2: I mean, if we were using Ramp, it would be easy.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man, Eric, you're paying me for this episode. You fuck. <laughs> Love you. That's hilarious. That was a absolutely great answer.
1: <laughs> I think the answer is no because she's like a, the type is a no. person. yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's up on yeah. all of her stuff. She's like very organized. I feel like you're an adult. She's I feel like planner. I know. Yeah, Zach, what's yours?
0: Did I say my car one? What was the I can't remember the one I said on air last week? Did we
1: week. do it on air last time? Or was that? No, we didn't. We okay.
0: Didn't. All right. So this one's wildly embarrassing. And just fucking hilarious, but it actually is inspired. So the one of the shows that inspired this show is called Are You Garbage? And it was Tom Segura was on it recently, actually. Um, and Jason Ellis, who is Australian, who is the reason that I know what a bogan is, was on it recently. So this is my, like, if I was ever going to put in a question, are you garbage? This is what it would be. Are you garbage if you buy a scooter, moped, instead of renewing the tags on your car? <laughs> <laughs> that would be my example of terrible adulting. My car has been illegal for two years. Not since 2021 has my car been legal to drive in the state of Missouri. I don't like I guess, should I record this? Anyway, and I haven't and I'm just gonna inst- <laughs>
1: We don't know
2: what kind of car it is. We yeah, don't know I mean, the license plate. Number y'all motherfuckers can't find me. Do you have anyway. to go to the DMV yeah, to do that? Well exactly. then yes, buy a scooter, of course.
0: Yes. It, so That's I'm selling I'm literally thing. I'm selling the car instead of Renewing like, it. instead of renewing the tags, I'm selling the car Smart. and just carrying on.
2: Yeah, that's Cosert's pretty bad. are expensive anyway.
0: To yeah well, I'm gonna buy another one just for the oh, record scooter is just yeah, the, interim. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the scooter literally exists so that I can cross the state line without getting pulled over because in Kansas the cops don't have anything to do really. so mm. as soon as I cross that state line in the other car, it's like Boo-boo! you know that's apparently a cop noise. I, I don't see. I think that was a bird. I don't know what yeah. the fuck just came out of me anyway um, so I yeah, got a scooter so I could cross the state line to go to my gym
2: uh, <laughs> I mean you've worked hard to have these options
0: you, Sasha. Thank you. That's all. No one else in my fucking life has said that's all I want. I just wanted that. I just want one person to say you've worked hard for this.
1: Sasha giving Zach the validation he has been seeking for
2: yes. two years.
1: <laughs> Maybe 31. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Okay. So that's, I don't know that's if I'm going to get the validation I need on mine.
0: I, I hope you don't because it's more fun for me that way.
1: So uh, my <laughs> sister is one of the best gift givers in the world. She's just like very thoughtful. She like is very on time and like, she's a big sister. I'm a little sister. And uh, she has two kids. I now have two kids. You've never told. I, what?
0: this. I feel like I'm learning like a whole new side of her life. Like I knew you had a sister. I didn't know she had two kids. Yeah. All right. So ahead, anyway,
1: I got them Christmas presents and we don't do like big Christmases. You know, I, I got them. Some, we we weren't able to see them last year. Cause like I was pregnant and we just, it wasn't going to happen. And so I, I got them Christmas presents and I like put them in a box and I was like, I, I texted her the Monday before Thanksgiving. And I was like, I'm going to drop off your Christmas presents now. Uh, sorry, before Christmas, not Thanksgiving. I was like, not that far in advance. It was like five days ahead of Christmas. And I was like, I'm going to drop off your Christmas gifts. Uh, at the FedEx store or whatever and she goes actually don't we're leaving for Mexico for Christmas so wait until we're back because I don't want it to show up and have someone steal it when it's on our front porch it's July you still I still haven't it. sent it because I just like
2: it's uh, it's, the, it's the mail it's the mail and like it's not I, our generation it's not <laughs>
1: This is. This you really is should be a
0: therapist, Sasha. You're so like just I feel accepting. So yeah, and
1: my sister. And my sister is such a sweetie about it. Like she doesn't. You know, she's like, whatever. It's not a big deal. And there's nothing in it that's gonna go bad. So I'm kind of like, ah. Eh, whenever I get it to him, I'll get it to him. But I'm about to like move. But can't you just and, give it to your doorman?
2: I've been to your house. Oh, you know what? Yeah, he'll deal with it.
1: This might have solved all my
0: problems. Some rich guy shit you guys are talking about rich over guy here. Shit. You guys See, are talking about some rich guy be- shit. I
1: know. I need to be less frugal. Yeah. Shit.
0: You didn't even think to ask I the doorman. I didn't even think to you ask You forgot him. that you live in a doorman
1: building. I, I, <laughs> you, you were like, who say is this I human? Him. I always tell him not to get the door for me with the stroller. I'm of like, course you I do. I not get the door myself because I feel bad that I have to stand Back up.
0: Back up, feminism. They have
1: to stand <laughs> up so many times a day. It's like.
0: Do you watch Seinfeld?
1: I mean, I have, but it was like after school when I was like 10. Oh,
2: I rewatched it when I moved to New York. Did you? Yeah. Love it.
0: There's like so many Seinfeldisms that we just went through, like having a doorman building, like all of there's, there's a lot of, a lot of layers that you should, you should really rewatch it.
1: All right. Okay. Final question. Go for it. What
2: is it all about? Life. Like what's the meaning of life? Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty heavy question. It is.
0: That's why we, you know,
2: save it it for the end. Yeah my perspective on it i think that our like purpose is to become the best version of ourselves and as a product of that make the world a better place fuck yeah so good
0: i love it the the beautiful part about these is like no matter what the answer is I, I feel like i i mean granted this is like what number three or something like that but i always get goosebumps and i'm always like let's go
1: do things i'm it excited my, it makes my heart grow every time Aww. every time it's it's
0: your little grinch heart
1: yeah i grew, grew <laughs> three three sizes today um
2: what is what does that mean for you i mean what i've kind of like realized like is my life's purpose is something that's been ingrained in me since i was little you know like my mom has always like brought me up as a feminist and um you know talked to me about like what's happened in history for women and so you know i know that there's like so much in the world that can be improved but i think personally like i'm best placed to help empower women
0: Fuck yeah. Amelia Earhart did not have a Delta card.
1: No, she wouldn't have been allowed. To. I really thought that was going to do better. Damn it. Was I really? supposed to laugh? Yeah. I feel like that's serious. Like, I know. Yes. No, yes. I mean, I,
0: I agree, but like I was trying to bring it all together. <laughs> but
1: that sucks for her. Uh,
0: I meant that was like a yeah. false you know like a Betty the builder kind of like you made it you you got you should yeah. fucking you know diamond platinum things
1: i I have to say I think I think Sasha is a 10 out of ten person
0: well yeah for sure a human a hundred percent a human no yeah. <laughs> there's no AI drinking milk yeah I mean that's <laughs> yeah, a 10 dead out of 10 giveaway human
1: for the milk drinking yeah. and the, and and the like recognition a, of like her own like right to like live this life and like, oh man, I want to go on vacation with you.
0: Yeah. And like definitely an adult too. Like I'm a bad driver. Like that's an adult response. I know, that's fair. That's fair.
1: My insurance rates would probably be high. Yeah.
0: Like I don't even know if my insurance is up to date. Yeah. You know, and you're like, I, yeah, it's very different. No, full adult, full human, not that frugal, but that's why she's such a human. Yeah. Sasha, thank you.
2: Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Hey,
0: thanks for listening. If you're still listening, you're probably reaching for your phone to pick your next podcast or switch to music or just call it a day because you can't believe how much valuable information you just took in. But before you pick that next thing, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends and all that jazz. Generally scream from the rafters about how much you love Fintech Family Hour. Thank you again to our sponsor, FS Vector. And until next time, stay healthy, keep your head high, your costs low, and I love you all.